Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. We'll be right back to today's show. But before we do, I want to let you know that you can get a free copy of my first book, Think Unbroken, Understanding and Overcoming Childhood Trauma, when you leave a review for the podcast on Apple Podcasts, either on desktop or on your phone. All you have to do is go to Apple Podcasts, look up Think Unbroken, click follow in the top right, and then go and leave a review at the bottom. And when you leave that review, screenshot it and send it over to book.thinkunbroken.com where you can upload your contact and mailing information, and we will send you a free copy of this award-winning, best-selling book, absolutely free, including shipping. Just go to book.thinkunbroken.com to upload your screenshot review from Apple Podcasts for the Think Unbroken podcast. And until next time, my friend, be unbroken. I'll see you. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of life coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show. But I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. 
I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a waitlist for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program. You truly have to be willing to go after your dreams. You really do. You have to be willing to grow, to stack, and to drive. A concept that one of my very close friends and today's legacy guest, Ken Jocelyn, talks about. He's the creator of Great Conference and Grow Scrack Drive and is an amazing human being whose focus is helping people find and step into in their full capacity, their mission. I've had the honor of spending time with Ken over the last couple of years, and there are people that come into your life, and if you're paying attention, they're always supporting you. They're always propping you up. Now, maybe if they're like the relationship I have with Ken, there's a little bit of talking, and that makes it fun. But we do it out of love. We do it out of support. We do it because we want to see each other grow to our fullest capability. And I remember when I first met Ken, we were at his first event a little bit over a year ago, I think. And one of my friends had invited me and I said, yeah, of course, I'd love to come to this. It sounds like a great place to be. And it was an awesome event. We had a great time. And Ken mentioned something on stage, how he had been like hard on this fitness journey and how he lost something like 60 pounds. And it was like, bro, I get that. And I went up to him and I showed him this picture of me. If you guys have ever seen this picture of me, I'm at 350. I'm wearing all black. It's like Christmas. I'm with my brothers and it's rough. Like it's rough. I am in terrible shape. I am obese, morbidly obese and not taking care of myself. And I showed Ken that picture and I showed him, well, he saw me. I was like standing next to him. And he just gave me the biggest hug. And he's like, I'm proud of you, man. And I gave him one in return. I was like, dude, I'm proud of you too. Keep going. Keep going. And so much of this life, guys, so much of it is about just to continue to go. I heard Tony Robbins say something really interesting the other day. And he said, you're realistically, most of the time, when you're trying to dig yourself out of where you're at right now and to go to what is next, you're only two millimeters away. And you just can't stop. Most people fail because they stop. Most people give up when it's hard, when it's difficult, when they don't know what to do next. And sometimes not knowing what to do next is just about like, just take an action, do anything, push yourself into the unknown. Because when you do, my God, my friends, you are going to find something incredible about yourself. And if you get someone in your life, like a Ken Jostling, like a Tony Robbins, like a me, 
right? When you need coaching, help, support. It's incredible how different your life can be. I can pick up my phone right now, call this guy, and he'll talk to me and tell me he loves me. I guarantee it. I guarantee you that can happen because of the relationship and bond that we've built. And I love him in return. And many of the people who I've had the honor of becoming friends and business partners with and and commandants, confidants, confidants, that word. And if you're in this place in your life where you're struggling, you just are like, man, I need support. I need help. I need guidance. I need coaching. I need mentorship. I need a community. Guys, every Monday we go live. Group of the Unbroken Nation. We go live together. There's a coaching session, a community session with, with a space for you to explore where you're at to get the thing that you need, to get what is next. And if you need that, come and join us. Go to keys, K-E-Y-S dot thinkunbroken.com, keys dot thinkunbroken.com. And we call it keys because these are the keys. These are the things that you need to open the door to go to the next level, my friends. And that's something that Ken and I are going to talk about today as well. Like, how do you really go to that next level? How do you get yourself in a position to be successful in a way that you have never experienced by creating a community, by growing, by getting mentorship, and most importantly, by looking in the mirror and saying, I deserve more. Because my friend, let me tell you, you do deserve more, but you have to go get every single inch. Very excited today's episode. And without further ado, my friends, here's Ken Jocelyn. You're listening to the Think Unbroken podcast, and I'm your host, Michael Unbroken. I'm an author, speaker, coach, and advocate for adult survivors of childhood trauma and abuse. In this podcast, you will learn how to transform your trauma into triumph, turn breakdowns into breakthroughs, and go from victim to being the hero of your own story. You can learn more at thinkunbrokenpodcast.com, and of course, check us out on Apple Podcasts and Spotify at Think Unbroken Podcast. Hey, what's up, Unbroken Nation? Hope that you're doing well wherever you are in the world today. I'm very excited to be back with you with another episode with my friend, the founder of Grow Stack Drive, author, speaker, incredible human being, Ken Jocelyn. Ken, my friend, what is happening in your world? What's up, bro? Dude, it's good to see you this morning. Um, dude, I, I love your heart, man. I love your heart, love your passion, love what you're doing. Um, and dude, just honored to be able to have a little conversation with you, man. Well, trust me when I say the honor is all mine, my friend. So Ken, for those of you who do not know you, tell us a little bit about your backstory and how you got to where you are today. Yeah, boy, that's a, that's a long backstory at 53 years old, dude. Um, I, I have the honor right now of helping serve people two different ways. Number one, I've uh, been in real estate uh, half of the last 25 to 30 years. The other half of that time in multi-vocational ministry, pastoring churches, planting churches, um, all of that. So now I get to serve families t- two ways. Number one, through real estate. I've got teams in Birmingham, Alabama, and in the Atlanta, Georgia area through EXP. So we help um, families buy and sell residential commercial real estate. And on the other side, I started a little organization called Grow Stack Drive about two years ago, a year and a half, two years ago, after I ran in this little short dude who has more energy than I do named Grant Cardone. And dude, it just kind of lit a fire under my to be honest with you. And so we coach and consult. We help business leaders build confidence, gain clarity, and create community. And we do that um, a few different ways. We've got a, a monthly um, 
community subscription. We've got dozens of entrepreneurs across the country, online courses, live events, podcast book, just a bunch of really, really cool ways to be able to spend the time, some time with a lot of really cool people. Man, I love it. And, and as many people who know the Unbroken Nation know, Grant Cardone is one of my mentors and I've had the significant benefit of having him speak into my life. And uh, yeah, he's got a lot of energy. I don't know where it comes from, but that dude is one of a kind. You know, where I want to jump off with this, I was recently in Atlanta at one of your events and it was Create Conference. It was this beautiful experience where you brought together all these incredible leaders and speakers. You, you did something that A, is not only incredibly difficult, but B, I think for many people looking from the outside in would go, man, that's so impossible. Where <laughs> I want to start this conversation, Ken, is where do you get off following your dreams? How dare you? But I know, dude. Um... That's a great question. I, I, you know, people ask me all the time to circle back to Grant real quick. Why has Grant given you the, the platform that he has? Why is he, why have you spoken down at 10X twice? Why have you been in the office and spoke to the entire team a couple of times? Why have you spoke to all the licensees worldwide for Grant? Why does Grant pull you in on Instagram lives? Why does he give you the platform? And, and I, I really believe it's because I, I do what he teaches. And, and when you say, how dare I? I don't know what else to do. I just know there's a passion in my heart to help business leaders build confidence, gain clarity, and create community. And I, I don't know if I'm just bold and brave or I'm just not, not smart enough not to try something ridiculously stupid, which is why we pulled off why we pulled what we pulled off. And I think that's the reason Grant has given me the platform and the opportunity to do some of the stuff that I've been able to do with him is because. Dude, I just believe God for ridiculous stuff. I surround myself, surround myself with amazing people, amazing relationships, and we work really, really hard, dude. We work really, we take risks. We do things. I, I shared this at the Create Conference. Dude, there, can't tell you how many nights at 2 a.m. I woke up, you know, in the middle of the night at 2 a.m. going, dude, can we pull this off? Can we really do like one of the largest entrepreneur conferences in, in the country with guys like John Maxwell and Jesse Itzler, friends of mine like Anthony Trucks and Dave Meltzer and Randy Garn and Jen Gottlieb and David Pollack and Hugh Jackson, former NFL head coach. Can we really pull this off? Um, but yeah, dude, we just, uh, man, we, we, we constantly go all in. We constantly risk. What? Because the flip that coin is if we don't, people's lives don't get changed. Is, does that feel like the catalyst for you where you're like, is that the driving force? Is that the why? Because you want to impact and create change in the world? People ask me all the time. They say, Ken, do you miss pastoring a church? And I said, listen, I pastor people now as much as I did before with a lot of people who would never have stepped foot in my church on a Sunday because I get to make an impact in their life. And it's not necessarily just about, you know, preachy and about Jesus and but it's just really in how I live my life and how I, if I have, a, I have two superpowers, Number one, I'm a connector. I love to connect people. Number two, I, God has given me an unbelievable eye to be able to spot potential and purpose in people that a lot of people don't even realize is there. And dude, I say, I say this a lot. If you don't have belief in yourself, borrow some of mine. If you're not passionate enough, borrow some of mine. If you don't have enough, if you don't have enough desire, enough fire, enough, all of the things it takes for you to be able to, to be live, to live and and be significant in your life, I got enough for you to borrow. And, and I went on that to, a lot of that to Grant, you know, a couple of years ago when I ran into him, I told Grant this, I said, it was like when I met him, 
the businessman on the inside of me got born again. Like something clicked. Like there was a fire that got put inside of me that I literally, I'm just for spending time with Grant and being around him and listening to do what he does. Yeah, I, dude, I just, I believe in you. And, yeah. and it is no different. It's not any different for me than ministry. I'm helping people become the best version of themselves. You know, I think so frequently there, there are people who will listen to this. They'll see men and, and, and women and people like you doing what you're doing. They'll have these dreams, these ideas, these things that keep them awake at night. And the, the fear of the uncertainty of trying to attempt to create that life, right? Whether it's going to the gym, whether it's eating healthy, whether it's building a giant conference, there's always that thing where people will tend to let themselves off the hook. And so what I'm curious about, Ken, is and how in your life, how have you faced fear to be able to position yourself to go and be successful? I have a theory that people are more terrified of success than they are of failure. So how do you go through and give yourself not only permission to be successful, but to be willing to face the fear and have the conversation with yourself at 2 a.m.? Well, I think my book that I wrote um, back in October was stemmed from a conversation from 20 years ago. I was 30, 31 years old. Um, it was the day after I just walked off of the biggest stage I'd ever been asked to speak on eight, 9,000 leaders, um, right behind John Maxwell, um, and in front of my mentor and my mentor sent me down the next day at lunch. And she said, Ken, I want to ask you a very important question. She said, do you want to be significant or do you want to be successful? Because those are two vastly different things. And so it's been a 20-year journey for me to really strive to be a significant leader. And significant leaders build others around them so that those people can win. People who chase success use other people around them so they can win. And when you strive to be a significant leader, when you strive to make a difference in other people's lives, the difference is not only can I financially do well, and not only can the lives of those around me be blessed, but dude, when I lay my head on the pillow at nighttime, there's such a high level of fulfillment that you can't put a dollar, you can't put a price tag on. You can't, there's no comma in your bank account that equals being able to be and live at that level of fulfillment, knowing you've made that big of an impact and difference in people's lives. Yeah. And in that, how do you hold on to that? Because there, there's people who, I'll rewind. I'm 25 years old. My life's a disaster. 350 pounds, smoking two packs a day, drinking myself to sleep. My life is a disaster. I'm great at money. I'm working for a Fortune 10 company, no high school diploma, no college education. I'm doing the impossible. Every other aspect of my life is terrible. And I'm, I'm constantly thinking to myself, okay, Go and be of service. Go do something mm. different. And it wasn't until a mentor a few years later had told me, like, when you're at your lowest, go and be of service because that's mm. how you actually can create change yeah. in the world and also how you make your life different. And, and so what I'm curious about, Ken, was there a moment in your life where, where prior to being sat down and saying, hey, you know, is it significant or success that you're seeking that started to drive you towards being of service? Because I feel like so many people have that inside of them. They think about it. It's constantly on their mind. They see people like you or I, and they go, I would love to be able to do that, but they don't. And, and that's kind of the thing I'm trying to narrow into. Like, how, how do you step into that? You know, for me, it started in August of 1993 when I became a Christ follower. 
It really was. I was 25 years old, never really raised in church, didn't know it a lot. And when I heard the gospel for the first time and not, you know, from a religious context of, you know, if you check these three spiritual boxes, you and God are okay. But really that God sent his son to take my place, that he lived on earth 33 years, sinless, gave his life for me. And because of that, man, I, I can have everything that I've ever done and everything that I will do be forgiven just through simply putting my faith and trust in what he did for me. And when that happened, dude, there was such a change and transformation in my life at 25 years old. It was such an impact in my life that it had a ripple effect in all the relationships around me. And so what happened, I think from that day forward was, and I was always a kid growing up in the neighborhood. I was the one that scheduled like all the football games in the neighborhood and got all the kids together to play ball. It's just kind of always kind of my thing, kind of a, I guess like the, 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 the neighborhood coach kid, like I was the one that got everybody together, but I think it just took an, it took a different level of service. You know, when, when I, when I, when I kind of encountered God and, and, and Jesus really made that big of a transformation in my life, Michael, and really from that point forward, it was, man, I want other people to experience life the way that I am experiencing. I want other people to understand what peace is. I want other, I want other people to understand, you know, what it means to really live and understand what your purpose in life is. And not only that, but the level of fulfillment that you can experience from walking in that purpose and being in service of others. I think those are huge. I've got four daughters, 26, 22, 18, and 13. My 26-year-old was in kindergarten. So you're talking about 21 years ago. I used to drive her to school. I'd let her out in the carpool line. I'd look at her. Her name's Holly Nash. She's been married for a year. Uh, man, amazing young woman. Loves God. Loves her husband. Just absolutely. Going for her master's degree. She teaches uh, inner city kids, kindergarten, first graders, inner city school teacher. And I used to, just, I, every day before I dropped them off, I'd say, I'd say, hey, baby, what do servant leaders do? And they would say, daddy, servant leaders do three things. They put other people's needs before their own. They do things right the first time and they do things without being asked. And I say, okay, baby, that's awesome. Now today, when you get in the car, what are you going to give daddy? She goes, I'm going to give you an example of how as a servant leader. Fast forward 20, 18 years, 19 years. She comes to Birmingham to go to college and she gets a job at Chick-fil-A and quickly moves up the ranks at the brand new Chick-fil-A here in Birmingham. And about a year, year and a half into her employment there, she sends me a picture. Of, you know, Chick-fil-A where the kitchen is and they got those, that, those aluminum things. They slide like the, the chicken nuggets down and the, tate, and the French fries and all that stuff. Written on a sh in a Sharpie marker were those three things that servant leaders do. Her, she, she had taught and that's how she had, that's how she had really led her team was through servant leadership. So much so that she just kept getting promoted, 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 promoted. And finally, one of the days the owner operator said, how are you doing this? She goes, he goes back to the three things my dad taught me that servant leaders do. And he goes, I want you to write that down. And it's literally in the Chick-fil-A. This was three or four years ago. It's still there in Sharpie Mark. It's written where they slide the food down. Three things that servant leaders do. And when you have a heart of a servant leader, it becomes about other people and not about yourself. And when you do that, dude, you know this, Michael, man, people are attracted to authenticity and people who are genuine. that want something for you and not something from you. Yeah, no, I, I do know. And that's really beautiful. And I, I think about the the impact that leadership at a young age can have on people. 
And not only that, but it sets up this beautiful precedent for them in turn to deliver that to others. And, you know, I, I fell into leadership um, really by accident, you know, working into retail at a very young age, working in fast food at a really young age and learning these skills, eventually putting me in this position now to, to be able to be so fortunate to lead thousands and thousands of people every single day. And, and it does, I mean, you, you hit it right on the head. Like, it's about other people. It's about taking these tools and these understandings, what we have been able to do and shape in our lives and deliver it in ways that other people can consume them. Because ultimately I think about us like we're, we're a communal species, right? And, and without being in those environments, without being spoken into from other people, without consuming the information, you know, it's really fascinating to me that the difference of your life when you aren't showing up versus when you are. And I think, you know, you and I obviously who, who both, um, love John Maxwell and his leadership books, you know, thinking about these mm -hmm. ideas of value. I, I think one of the things I want to talk about here is how do you find value and, and purpose in what you do uh, while still being an entrepreneur? Because I know right now the Unbroken Nation, I recognize that some of them are entrepreneurial mm -hmm. or have a side hustle. Some of them are entrepreneurs. Some of them are, you know, just trying to figure it out. And I think that people so often, and this kills me about this society, is so often torn about the idea of being of service and making money. Talk about that, Ken. Well, I, I, I was in, I did an event in October in Vegas with my good friend, Brad Lee. Brad said this in his talk on Saturday morning. He said this, he said, when we stopped focusing on revenue only, and we started focusing on how we could serve and help our clients solve problems, he goes, the revenue needle moved at such a pace and at, at a level that we had never experienced before because it wasn't just about the dollar. It wasn't just about, it wasn't transactional. We heard this at Create. It wasn't transactional. It was relational. How can I build a relationship with you? How can I help you win? It, if, whether it be personally, professionally, or financially, how can I help you win in your life? And it goes back to the old Zig Ziglar quote. It's my favorite quote from Zig. If I help enough people get what they want, eventually I'm going to get what I want. And so I know that if I serve people and help people and love people, especially in today's culture, dude, it's so rare to have somebody like you who literally just wants to serve people, who literally just wants to take care of people, who wants to help people go from whatever level they are to the next level. And then from that level to even to the next level, like, what are you dreaming for? What are you wanting to do? What are you wanting to accomplish in your life? And really calling them to a higher level, really compelling and encouraging them, being the catalyst for, hey, you can change. You can get better. You can do the thing that you want to do. It's not going to happen overnight, but you can do it. And so I, I think that's it, dude. When you, like Brad said, you focus on solving problems, you focus on building relationships, the financial piece moving the needle with your, with your revenue and your business, those things are naturally going that. But I think when you focus on that first, you, you tend to be drawn into transactional versus relational. And dude, there's so much transaction that goes on right now in the world that we live in. It's, it's, it's really not healthy. And when you can, what it, what it costs you though is this, Michael, when you live a life where it's about relationships and it's not just about transactions, sometimes it's going to cost you. Sometimes people are going to take advantage of it. Sometimes those things are going to happen. And guess what? When that happens, you have to go, you know what? That's okay. 
I'm still going to lean in what I know that I know, number one, who God created me to be and what I'm called to do. I'm going to serve people. I'm going to take care of people. And when you do that, the revenue needle, as Brad said, Darvant back in October, the revenue needle is going because people are going to take notice when to you because of your authenticity and your desire to want something for them, as I said earlier, and not from them. Mm, that's powerful. And what do you say to the people who are like struggling with this idea of authenticity? Get around people who are authentic. <laughs> You know, I've got to, I've got to say, dude, I've been saying this for two years. I wrote it in my 10 X planner for a year and a half until we created our own GSD planners. And now I printed it in the bottom of the page. And it says, get in rooms with people who think bigger than you. If you need to, if you need to work on being authentic, get around authentic people. You need to work on being genuine, build relationships with genuine people. And when you do that, I'm telling you, it unlocks something on the inside of you. Gary Brecka, who is a dear friend of mine, who just sold 40, 51% of his streamlined medical to Grant Cardone and Brandon Dawson. They're launching 10X Health System, a thousand locations, I think, in the next three years across the country. Gary said, actually, at my Vegas boot camp, right after Brad spoke, he said, the number one frequency that we communicate with as human beings is the frequency of authenticity. It's the highest frequency. The most sought after frequency by human beings is the frequency of authenticity. So when you connect with someone in an authentic way, and they know you're not trying to push a product, you're not trying to sell them something, you're not trying to do any of those things, the, the, the transaction is just a natural, organic part of the process. It's what's going to happen. If I can help solve your problem, then there's going to be a transaction that takes place. And it's organic because of the relationship. And the relationship isn't just because of the transaction. Hmm. Powerful. And, and I, I, I feel that, right? And I, I've looked at my right. own life, the people that I align with the most, like you and I, for instance, right? Yeah. I sat there, I talked to you, I felt an authentic connection. Yeah. We can read that. Like we can smell a mile away. Like if you yeah, come up to can. me and you're being anyone but you, I'm going to know because it's, it's innate. And for many yeah. people, especially Unbroken Nation, a lot of people have been through traumatic experiences it becomes really a survival mechanism for you. Like we got to be able to read you because we need to make sure that we're safe. But a lot of times we, we feel that we have to bend ourselves. We have to create a different identity of who we are so that we can feel connection and connectedness in the world. What would you say to people who struggle with finding authenticity with themselves, even when they're in those rooms, when they're in this discovery and they, they just feel like every single day yeah. they're scared to be who they are? Yeah, I think you've got to do the work. I think you've got to do some soul work. You know, we're created. We're 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 the only we're the only beings on earth that are created of three things. We have a body, physical body, we have a soul, our mind, will, and emotions, and we have a spirit. But you've got to do the soul. And the soul is your mind, will, and emotions. One of the things that I teach on a lot are limiting beliefs. And the definition of limiting beliefs are things that hold you back or prohibit you from seeing the potential of your own future. Like you can't see the potential, like you can't paint the picture, you can't dream, you can't see what that future looks like because of limiting beliefs like fear, insecurity, scarcity, comparison, shame, and success. People go, success is a limiting belief. You better believe it is because a lot of people don't believe they deserve to be successful. A lot of people don't believe they can be successful or even if they do taste some success and they actually rise to a certain level, let's say they're doing multiple six figures in their business, 
They've got a limiting belief of success. They don't believe that they can get to seven figures or even eight figures or multiple seven figures. They don't believe that they can do it. So you literally have to rewire your brain on, and how we do that is we identify, remove, and replace those limiting beliefs. And we do that through affirmations and gratitude. What am I grateful for? Like, I, I, just, I just challenged somebody on this yesterday, literally just yesterday. They're like, man, I got up in a bad mood. I, got, I said, listen, dude, take some time to write down, what are you grateful for? Focus on what, why don't I have that much grateful for? I promise you, you stop and you looked at Bradley, my, my friend Brad says this all the time. He goes, he calls it the million dollar morning. He said, if I gave you, Michael, if I gave you a million dollars, would you take it? It's a question. If I gave you, if I gave you a million dollars, would you take it? Contextually, I would have to know yeah. what I was getting involved in. But but here's, 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 a, here's a million bucks. I'm going to give you a million bucks. Flat. Yeah, of course 100%. You You'll be like, yes, all that million bucks. Yeah, I'd, I'd now, like pins and I get two. <laughs> and, 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 this is the, and this is the power. He talks about the power of waking up every day. Now, if I said, now, Michael, now I'm going to give you a million bucks, but you can't wake up tomorrow. Which one's more valuable? Yeah. The million dollars or waking up tomorrow? No, waking up tomorrow is way more valuable than the million dollars. So when you look at it from that context and you go, dude, I'm grateful I woke up today. That's a start for your gratitude. What are the things that you're grateful for? And then not only that, but then you move into your affirmation. And affirmations are things that we say to ourselves. Dude, I, I take my iPhone right here. I flip the camera around. I go in my bathroom mirror, in the rearview mirror of my car on the way to the gym at 5 a.m. in the morning. I talk to myself. You heard me say this at our Create Conference. I will live a life where my heart, head, and my relationships are in alignment. I have a millionaire mindset. And when the days when I don't feel like it, I go, Ken Jocelyn, you have a millionaire mindset. Ken Jocelyn, you will live a life where your heart, head, and relationships are in alignment. You are enough because you are his child. You are whole. You choose to use past pain to help other people find healing. I will love and respect those I love most. My actions will be a true reflection of my heart. Those are my five affirmations every day. And when you do those things every day, and dude, you're staring yourself in the mirror because when you have it, let me tell you something. I've just noticed this in the last two or three weeks. Because, like, you know, you come off of a high that we just came off of two weeks ago at Create and pulled off what we pulled off. Across the board, from the people to the notoriety to the relationship to the finances, it was a tipping point for us. When you pull that off, What's the natural inclination? It's to coast. So I noticed last week, like I missed my affirmations like two days. I took a couple of days off and I missed my affirmation. About midway through the day one day, there were some thoughts that kind of crept in my head like, mm, you're never going to pull that off again. So where did that come from? And then he hit me. I'm like, I'm like, hey, my affirmations. Like, let me get these affirmations in. Because it, re it literally rewires your brain. So if you're out there today and you listen to this podcast and you're like, I'm struggling. Number one, I acknowledge that. I, I get it. We all struggle. We just struggle at different levels. And if you're struggling, identify. Those six, those six limiting beliefs, fear, insecurity, scarcity, comparison, shame, or success. Like which one or which ones of those do I struggle with? Now create an affirmation for you that speaks to that limiting belief that you have. This is why my affirmation says we're my. I will live a life where my heart, where I dream, 
my head where my belief system is located, which dictates what I say. What I say dictates how I live. How I live dictates whether or not I'm ever going to accomplish what I want to accomplish. I will live a life where my heart, head, and relationships are in alignment. And when I get those three things in alignment, dude, the impossible becomes possible. Like there is nothing that I look at these days and go, we can't do that. Like, dude, when I booked John Maxwell, we've been doing, I've done events for a year. And when I called my buddy and he, I said, and he's obviously worked for John forever. And I called Nate on the phone and I just called the phone with Chad, who's John's right hand guy. And he goes, Nate goes, how much? I told him it's almost six figures. And he looked at me and he just started smiling. He goes, you're going to do it, aren't you? I said, you better believe I'm going to. I don't know how I'm going to pull it off, but I'm going to do it. And I told Chad on the, on the call five minutes before that, send me the contract. We're going to sign it. And we're going to pull it off. And you got to come into Atlanta and experience exactly what the entire week. And, and dude, that stuff's not easy. Like it's not easy. You have to take risk. You've got to get around the right people who are going to encourage you, who are going to challenge you, who are going to hold you accountable to be able to do some epic stuff in your life. Otherwise, you're just going to be average. Yeah. And do we got too much average going on right now? We do. We do. And that's, and that's one of the things I think about every single day when I wake up in the morning and I write down in my journal, face fear. It's the first thing I ever write. And that's because I'm like, I don't want to be, I've been average, dude. I've been like, I'm going to go to the corporate job, play video games all night, drink with my buddies, watch football all Sunday. I've been average. I do not want that yeah. life. Yeah. But, but here's, I want to tap into something you were talking about because I think it's really important. And one thing that I have not dove into deep enough on this show that I think you could speak into that would be really powerful for the Unbroken Nation right now. Talk about scarcity mindset, man, mm -hmm. because there are so much of that in the world. And I feel like that for me personally was one of the greatest limiting beliefs that was keeping me stuck. So can talk about A, what is scarcity? What does it mean? And B, how do you change your mindset and thought pattern around that to get into abundance? Two, two ways you're going to identify whether or not scarcity, you struggle with scarcity. Number one, you spend everything you make. Number two, you save everything you make. You want to identify whether or not you got scarcity? You struggle with lack? You struggle with that kind of mindset? Do I spend everything I make? Because you don't think you're ever going to get anything else. Or do you save any, everything you have because you don't think you're going to get everything else? You want to know how to get out of that mindset? Give. I pulled in, I pulled into Chick-fil-A. I'm going to give you two Chick-fil-A stories real quick. This is when I was pastor. Pulled into Chick-fil-A one day. And I went through, and it was like the week or two before Easter. And we're handing out these cards, like inviting people to come to our Easter services. And I, I pulled up the drive through window. I grabbed one of the cards that said, hey, I'm going to buy the car behind me. And I don't even remember. 10 bucks, 12 bucks, something. So I buy him breakfast. I leave. I come back about two days later. My, my buddy, Bobby Shoemaker, who owns several of the Chick-fil-A's in the, in the area, in Gainesville, Georgia area. He goes, they said, hey, kids here. And so, you know how Chick-fil-A is, dude. It's wrapped around the building all the time. You know? And I live in the South, so you can throw a rock and hit three Chick-fil-A's. Like, there's, there's, five, there's two Chick-fil-A's inside my subdivision just about. And so Bobby sticks his hand on. He goes, dude, you're never going to believe what happened the other day. I said, what's that? He goes, dude, when you bought breakfast, it was like a chain reaction. 17 cars in a row bought the people behind them breakfast until the one car got in and it was somebody buying breakfast for the whole office. It was like 85 bucks. It stopped the whole deal. But he said, dude, it was 17 people in a row bought breakfast. 
we talked about your generosity and how that triggered generosity and everybody else. We talked about it all day long and all day yesterday in our story. That's, that's one story. That's generosity. Here's another story. I pulled into the Chick-fil-A and when you pull into the Chick-fil-A, they have a sign that says drive around the building to enter in the, in the line. And they had these cones, right? So they don't want you to just like circumvent the system and cut the rules and just jump right into the, jump right into the thing. Cause they're trying to, you know, because dude, they're traffic, they've got people outside doing it. When I pull in, I see this little silver Honda Civic behind me. Well, when I pull around the building, I come in, the little, the little silver Honda Civic was in front of me. Like they, they cut in the line. They, they didn't, they did not they, listen. There was a set of rules. Here's the sign circle around the building. This is what God spoke to me. And guess, guess what I did that day? I bought lunch for the person that was behind me. Guess where they, guess where they were supposed to be behind me. Guess what they missed because they didn't do, or they didn't operate according to the guidelines that Chick-fil-A had. They missed their blessing. And there's a lot of times, Michael, we try to cut corners. We try to take advantage of relationships. We look at, this is a scarcity mindset because that is a scarcity mindset. We cut corners. We do things that, that aren't in the guidelines of whatever it is, your company, the way God wants us to live, the way that's moral and ethical for us to live with other human beings, to be generous, to do all of those things. And they cut corners and they, they miss out on the blessing. And, and literally when they pull, when I pulled around the building, I saw him, God spoke to me and he goes, this is what it looks like when people try to circumvent or take shortcuts or they don't trust me to, to live according to my guidelines. They miss out on what I want to give them. And let me tell you something. It's, it's not just a monetary thing. It's not just I was going to buy them lunch because I was going to buy. I, I still bought the car behind me that day. It just happened to be somebody else. You're going to miss out on relationships that God has to put in your life. I'm talking about, dude, I can't even begin to tell you. We, we opened our mastermind that weekend at Create. We launched our mastermind. We, we have our first mastermind in May. The first four or five people that signed up and paid 35 grand to be in our mastermind were speakers that were on my stage. Gary Brecker gets up on Saturday and goes, hey guys, if you join this mastermind with Ken and I, I oversee 55 people with, with their health. 55. People like David and Victoria Beckham, Dave Grootman, Grant Cardone, J-Lo, A-Rod, a list of NFL and Major League Baseball. I mean, Everybody he would name out of the 55, you're going to know. He goes, if you sign up for the mastermind with us, I'm going to personally oversee your help. I don't know if you remember this moment on Saturday. I'm looking at him and I said, what did you just say? And it blew me away that he would do that. And the reason he did that is because he's seen me live in a high level of authenticity. And I don't want something from him. I want something for him. And I want something for the people that we're connected with, whether it be in our community, whether it be in our conference, whether it be in our, our, our circle, which would be our mastermind. And then you, when you circumvent the system and you take shortcuts and you don't operate with character and integrity, and you and I see it all day long in this, in this arena and what we do all day long. I saw a post yesterday from a guy showing off his car, but I know five people that have given him five to 10 grand and he hasn't done anything for them. I'm like, come on, man. Like we know it, but the reality of it is, is you're going to miss out on the relationships that God has for you with people that really can help you get to that next level 
because you're trying to take shortcuts and because it's all about you and it's not about, and you said this earlier, it's what you opened the show with. It's not about doing stuff in the service of others. Yeah. And, and that's a really, I think it's a really difficult pill for people to swallow because we do live in such a transactional, transaction driven society in which it's constantly, what can you do for me? And, and people even hear this and they'll hear $35,000. Oh, can I can't afford that? You rich guy, you're charging people. Let me tell you this, man. I'm the kind of guy and the unbroken nation knows this. I heard this ad nauseum. I'm the kind of guy when I was 20 years old, I wouldn't spend $5 on a book period would not refuse it. I will never forget this. And now I spent like, I don't even want to say how much, but almost six figures on my yeah. own personal development yeah. last year. Yeah. Because yeah. the truth is when I d adopted an abundance mindset, when I removed myself from scarcity, when I started to invest in myself, when I started trying to create for my community first, when I started giving, when I stopped making shortcuts, everything got different. But mm. you have to have a massive amount of discipline in your life. One of the things that, that I love about one of our mutual friends, um, Russell Brunson is so I saw Russell a couple of years ago and he was talking about when he was in high school running, um, just running training as a wrestler, he would run the track and some of the kids would cut the corner and he never cut the corners. And he said he never cut the corners because if you cut the corners in practice, you'll cut the corners in the game. And that hit me so hard because Ken, I used to be the corner cutter. Yeah. Bro, I'm telling you, I cut all the yep. corners because it just felt to me like maybe I don't have to work that hard. Maybe yeah. I don't have to show up that much. Maybe if I just bullshit my way through life, things will happen for me. And it never worked that way. Then that's what I always try to teach people, especially if you come into coaching with me. You don't get a corners with me. I'm going right. to push you. You're going to find who you are through discipline. And I think, you know, Jocko Willink says it best discipline equals freedom. I know something about you and whether or not you want to go into it is up to you, but I know you've had some major discipline over the course of the last couple yeah. of years, yeah. really pushing yourself mentally, physically, emotionally, 5 a.m. gym, sweating the whole night, trying to be the best kid that you could possibly yeah. be. What role does discipline play in your life and why does it matter? Everything. I said this at Create. Discipline begins where inspiration ends because you're only going to be inspired so long. Like it's, and the same thing that inspired you before is going, it's not going to inspire you at the same level, the level the next time. So you have to be disciplined. Um, in the discipline piece, I talk about it. I, it's a concept I created about a year and a half ago when I started that whole health journey or just had started. And that's incremental, not monumental, small daily disciplined decisions over time, always equal monumental results. Success cannot escape you if you do the right things every single day. And for me, it's 75 plus pounds that I've lost. And did you show me your before and after right. picture while we were there too? And I was like, yeah. Then because you know what? When you when you put in the work that you and I have put in, and, and I had somebody say this to me, it may have been Anthony Trucks. Anthony's my guy. Dude. Yeah. He, uh, I, was on the phone, I was on the phone with him and Christine and his wife yesterday, but he said something to me a couple months ago. And he said something to the effect of, he said, I bet if you charted your health journey and your weight loss, like the growth you've seen in your health journey, I guarantee you would almost mirror your business journey, like the growth in your business. And I'm like, dude, that's so good. Like I've got, I probably need to chart it out, but dude, it's hard. Like the discipline part of it is very, very difficult. Like I didn't get home out, late flight in from California yesterday. I got my life landed at like 10, 45 PM. Um, and I was still up this morning. Now the grand, I went to the gym at eight o'clock, but I still got to the gym this morning. Um, 
discipline's a huge part. Discipline begins where inspiration ends. You're not going to be inspired every single day. You're not going to. But it's the days that you get up and you go, oh, I just don't feel it. It's the days you get up and you do it anyway because you know that there are lives out there that hang in the balance of whether or not they're going to they're gonna understand significance. They're going to be able to achieve. They're going to be able to live their purpose and find their purpose, live their purpose, and live a life of fulfillment. I, I have to. I must. Like I am drawn and called to do what I do. It's, it's, not, it's not just a vocation for me. It is, I know that I'm doing exactly what God wants me to do. That discipline, huge part of, over time, you're finding success at the levels you want to reach. Yeah, that's beautiful, man. It's powerful. And congratulations to you on your journey. You know, I, I think about my favorite takeaway um, from being at your conference and being in that room was actually Gary, Gary Brecka and him being on stage. And he was talking about this idea of taking cold showers in the morning and how everyone cool. hates it, but how it's so important for your biology and how it changes your body and how it can really, really step you into having massive success in your day. And he goes to everybody who doesn't want to take the cold shower, deal with it. And mm -hmm. I thought to myself, man, he just called out everybody in this room because there is an aspect to this entire process of growing, of creating change, of massive authenticity, you just got to deal with it. You have to mm -hmm. be willing to face it. And, mm -hmm. and Ken, I'll tell you right now, man, this conversation has been amazing. Before I ask you my last question. Well, can, real, quick, real, before you, real quick, before you do that, how many cold showers have you taken since Create? Three, but that's because I had surgery and I was freaking right, out about right. shaking. So, so, so let me ask you a question. How many times in the cold shower have you done what I do? I hate you, Gary Brecca. I hate you, Gary Brecca. I hate you. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, dude, I hate you every time I get the ice bath or I get the cold plunge. I'm like, dude, I hate you. I hate yeah. you. And I hate you. But anyway, but, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, that's amazing. I, I love it. I'm actually going to get that tattooed on me. I'm going to show him it. Um, <laughs> but my, my last question for you, my friend, is what does it mean to you to be unbroken? It means to be whole. I think it means to be whole. Um, and, and to be whole, you have to understand what your purpose is. I know purpose is a, it's where we sling out there these days. Oh, my purpose. And some people go, I don't know what my purpose is. And this is, and this is where, and you'll hear some guys, and this is where I would disagree with a grant, which is fine. I don't have to, I eat the fish to spit out the bones. I don't have to agree with everybody a hundred percent on everything they say. Um, for me, you're like, how do I understand what my purpose is? Like, what do you do that brings you such a high level of fulfillment that literally you would do it for absolutely free? Some of you are doing it for free anyway, but what you have, then the, then the trick is, how can I take and monetize what I'm passionate about, what I love to do, what, what makes me fulfilled? How can I do that? So I would say, what does unbroken mean? It means to be whole. It means to understand your purpose. It means to live a life of fulfillment. It means to live a life of servant leadership putting other people's needs before my own, doing things right the first time and doing things without being asked. Mm, if we, if, if we did that as a society, the division, racial division, political division, all the division that we have right now, all of that stuff would dissipate and go away. If we as individuals would step up and say, I can only be responsible for one person. And that's that guy I brush my teeth with in the mirror every day. But this guy, this is how he's going to do it. Mm. Beautiful, my friend. And tell everyone where they can find you. 
uh, at Ken Johnson on Instagram. Um, would be great. Uh, I'd love to connect with you. Growstackdrive.com. Growstackdrive.com. Um, I just got an email from Ed Milette. I think we got Ed locked in for next year. Boom. Oh, Nobody knows that. I literally just got it. Literally, it just popped up on my screen. Breaking um, news. I love it, man. I know, man. And I'm super proud of you for everything you've done. Thank you for inspiring me. Thank you for inspiring the Unbroken Nation today. It means the world. Unbroken Nation, thank you so much for listening. Please like, subscribe, comment, share, tell a friend. And until next time, my friends, be unbroken. I'll see ya. Thank you so much for listening to Think Unbroken. Please share this episode with someone who could use it and help us move forward in our mission of ending generational trauma in our lifetime. And if you would, please take five seconds to pop on iTunes or Spotify, hit that five star, leave a review, and you can also reach out to us on social at Michael Unbroken or at Think Unbroken. And of course, you can check out our YouTube channel at Think Unbroken. Thank you for being a part of Unbroken Nation, my friends. And until next time, be unbroken. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Saving money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. Hey, my friends, we will be right back to the show, but I have a question for you. Are you struggling with the impact of childhood trauma? Well, know that you're not alone. I'm here to let you know that I'm starting a brand new weekly coaching group that includes a year of live coaching, accountability, support, habit and goal setting, and more. I'm starting a wait list for the group right now, and I'm only taking a handful of people. And I'll let you know that through this personalized coaching, we'll work together to help you understand how your childhood trauma has shaped your beliefs, behaviors, emotions, and will help you create a roadmap for healing and growth. Right now, you can schedule an absolutely free coaching session with me and get put on the wait list if you go to thinkunbroken.com. My friends, it's your time to turn your trauma into triumph, breakdowns into breakthroughs, and become the hero of your own story. And I'm here to support you in doing that. Just go to thinkunbroken.com to register for a free coaching call with me and to get put on the wait list for the brand new weekly coaching program.
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.